everybody this is courtney and this is allison and you are listening to murder born yay 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 we're together again together at last yay (laughs) so exciting (laughs) we have not been able to be together (laughs) no we've literally just been sitting here shooting the shit for like 25 minutes because we missed each other so much i know we normally just sit around and talk (laughs) courtney is very sleep deprived today ladies and gentlemen she worked uh 7p to 7a at the hospital and 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 went home and got maybe like four hours of sleep oh probably not even that i think i think well because i had to go home and i had to shower oh yeah and then yeah because you don't want to no no (laughs) just just no solid hard hard stop (laughs) there was so there has been a couple nurses totally random out of there uh who were talking with each other and they're like i don't know how many times i've been so tired that i've gone home and like just gone to sleep i'm like fucking gross oh no your bed is nasty enough without other people's bacteria and germs in it okay (laughs) i was like no hell to the now no thank you did you also lay down in your scrubs too you might as well Uh, have done that uh. (laughs) (laughs) might as well just wear your fucking shoes in bed (laughs) (laughs) fellow co-workers if you're listening to this please don't take offense no i mean maybe do maybe actually do take a shower and take your fucking scrubs off well i got i got so in the habit of like taking a shower constantly when i would come home after like COVID. during covid yeah oh hell yeah i was like nope mm-mm. Mm-mm. i would have installed an outdoor shower for myself so i could shower out there <laughs> that's actually not a bad idea <laughs> oh god or c diff oh yeah Although- that stuff's a lot of people like on the support group pages that i'm on have really bad issues with c diff because of their gastroparesis mm-hmm. although like i will be 100 percent honest after covid i i go in a c diff patient's room like whatever doesn't it don't they have bad breath like you can smell it on their breath it's not their breath it's the poop itself mm. okay it has like a sweet smell no that would be dka C. diff that's like a combination of like how do you describe C. diff? Just fucking gross. We don't need to talk about C. diff shit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean so yeah. I love their pumpkin cream lattes or um, cold cold brews. They're my favorite. Yeah I got a bunch of caffeine. I I went to go get one the other day over on Douglas or no on um Cleveland and 23. No, what the fuck is that road? Ironwood and 933? Yeah. Jesus Christ. No, it's not. It's it's Cleveland and 933. Lived here my whole life, people. I can't. There's like one. Anyways, I went to go to that one and they were fucking out of the the pumpkin cream. No. It's just sweet cream with pumpkin flavor in it. Just, and I guess they ran out of it. Just burn the place down. I was like, <laughs> first of all, I don't like pumpkin spice. And that's what they offered me as like a different, like as yeah. a, an alternate. And I was like, yeah, you can go fuck yourself. Also, you don't have the cup that I want. And the lady was fucking rude to me. She, I like was asking her a question and she was so rude to me. Well, so the only pumpkin drink from Starbucks that I like is that is the pumpkin that cream same cold brew same and i think their caramel apple macchiato is shit 
I think it's gross. I didn't try it. I, I'll make my own. Thank you. I'm too scared to try anything. Like, you tried that at one point and found out you liked it. Everybody was raving about it, so I was just like, I'll try it. I'll try oh yeah, it. I love that one. Love yeah. it. Yeah, I was like, I'll try it. That was the first year that they had it, and everybody like Same. sat there and they were like, Oh my god, obsessed. It's so yeah, good. it's so much better than the PSL. Yeah, so I got a tall one, and then I was like, Oh god. Yes, I should have gotten a venti every time. I should have gotten a venti. I should. I've never ordered a tronta, but I feel like maybe I should. I <laughs> do you know how shaky I would be after drinking thirty ounces of coffee? Well, okay, so like no joke. Like uh, last year when I got my uh, birthday drink because I get it in the fall. Um, because birth- wasn't it just your birthday? No, it's at the end of. Oh, September. okay. Yeah, that that was supposed to be for your birthday. Oh, thanks. <laughs> But I didn't see you, so yeah. No, it's at the end of September. I'll I'll be working anyway. Like they they move they moved my schedule, so I'm like working three in a row. And Aww, like, bummer. And Can you trade with anyone? Uh, is that frowned upon? I the only days that I would be able to like. I was gonna say because if you can get off, we I'll go out with you. Well. Oh the, wait, my sister's wedding is next weekend. Yeah. Yay! My sister's getting married. I think we're celebrating like. The weekend after the weekend of the first or whatever let me know yeah go get drinks yeah but anyway so um yeah i'm smack dab three in a row and then the only way i think that i can get out of it is if i take it on like take a day on the weekend mm. and i'm like no rather not nobody wants to do that i'd rather just celebrate my birthday on the weekend yeah Anyway, <clears throat> so, anyway, so, yeah, last year, when I got my birthday drink, they were like, are you sure you don't want a Trenta? I'm like, is that an option? Can I? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, I'd be like, I want the biggest pink drink you can make me. Why, yes, ma'am. I would like a Trenta. Thank Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what does bother me? Starbucks, if you're listening. You can't tip on the app if you use your points to buy something and i want to be able to still tip somebody even though i'm not physically handing over any money for my drink i don't know if i've ever been asked to tip on the app like when i've even used like like, a little pop-up shows up for me to do it through my card oh um and then i can tip using that and so i want to be able to do that when i use my points too like I feel like they deserve a dollar or two dollars or whatever, even though I didn't physically pay for the drink. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Starbucks, fix that. I've never, I've never even got a, like a little notification. That's weird. Maybe my 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 app is broken. Or it's out of date. Uh, that's a possibility. That's you possibly. have it. You like load your gift card all the time and mm-hmm. just yeah, that's what I do too. Yeah. So I can get the points. Hell yeah. Okay. Anyway, we were chit chatting like when we were not supposed to be technically chit chatting. Told you guys we miss each other a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's no, it's been hard with like work, but I'm moving. I, I did I say that in the yeah, last Yeah, you one? did. I'm super stoked about I'm it. I'm moving. I'm so excited. We're all so excited. We're going to be so excited. nice. I have not given you guys the lowdown. I'm pretty open about a lot of stuff. I've been giving you guys the lowdown on this. Uh, we lived with our in laws. Still. Yeah, that's why with your in-laws. Yeah, yeah, I live with my in-laws. That's why I live super far away. Uh, but we were living there just because 
well during covid it was just a lot easier a lot of families did that yeah and then also like we were trying to save money to like move buy a house or like to buy a house and then like nothing has gotten better as far as the housing market yeah you're just gonna have to start stashing cash away until basically basically so um that's what we were doing and then also it was kind of easier because when i initially when we initially moved um I was working night shift and I just had my son and Brandon had never taken care of a baby before. So his mom was like, it's his second child, by the way, and he's still had never taken care of a baby. (laughs) Well, technically it's not his second child that he's, he never, cause there was my daughter and he met my daughter when she was like four or five. Yeah. But you have two sons with him. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm talking about our first son. Oh, I didn't know that. He'd never taken care of a baby Wait, you have two COVID babies? Uh, I had Hudson, I had a Hudson a year before COVID. Oh. COVID hit on, like, around his first birthday. It's hard for me to, like, imagine you pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> like, you've had three babies. That That's crazy to me. Yeah. Super woman over here. Uh, I also never I'm get, like, my back hurts. <laughs> I also never get big. It's weird. With Macy, I hardly ever got big. I know people that lose weight when they're pregnant. That was me. Because well, I was so you. sick. I was so sick. <laughs> oh, but it, you didn't have hyperemesis. Um, I think I might have had it with Hudson, but they just never diagnosed it. Um, but I was vomiting constantly. That's horrid. My stepsister had it when she was pregnant. I think with her first one. I'm not sure with the rest of them, but yeah, she was like super sick. Yeah, I never ended up hospitalized, fortunately, but there was a couple times I thought I was going to end up hospitalized. Jesus. But, like, I was vomiting, like, I, I was craving watermelon, and then I was vomiting it up. Gross. It was awful. Good thing it's mostly water and sugar. It was awful. Anyway, so. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to get the show on the road? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, okay. So, today we're doing a haunted history yep okay i was super excited i'm so stoked on this before we get started though if y'all could just head over to your podcast app of choice hit the subscriber follow button like the podcast so that it will download automatically every time a new episode comes up and please share it with your friends so that we can get more listeners and you know they can also you know be graced with our presence of our voices yes please (laughs) please do that all right i'm gonna forewarn you guys i might get a little goofy in this like i said i have not slept i'm running on caffeine and i get a little weird when i'm tired yeah and it's a two episode day so that's kind of why i was like you go first because you're gonna be super tired (laughs) towards the end of it i'm gonna be like dragon ass (laughs) just staring (laughs) at you (laughs) anyway so okay so Today, the haunted history is going to be on Ohio State Reformatory. So excited. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. It's also known as Mansfield Reformatory. And let me tell you, almost every single, like, paranormal show yep. uh, has done something on Ohio State Reformatory. Yep. Um, Ghost Hunters. I don't know if anybody remembers this show, but back in the day, before there was Ghost Hunters, there was this show on mtv and it was like they put these like 
people into like a haunted location overnight and like basically scared the shit out of them really all night long. what was that called i don't are remember. you afraid of the dark no i'm just kidding that was different but that was a good show when we were younger yeah it was on nick 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 but that was that was one of the shows that's dope yeah it was ohio state i think that was ghost hunters like the original like yeah oh yeah ghost hunters yeah <laughs> but this was like technically before but then there was actually then there was ghost hunters that was ghost hunters. yeah well their cast is almost completely different now isn't it if, if i used like to it. be fucking obsessed with that show yeah so was i so was i anyway so like every paranormal show has done this i swear anyway so like I said, Ohio State Reformatory is also known as Mansfield Reformatory, and it's built in Mansfield, Ohio. It was built between 1886 and 1910 and remained open until 1999. Holy shit. How big was it? Huge. I bet it took forever to build it back then. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, so the original site of the reformatory was a Civil War training camp. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, the camp was called... Red flag. Right? <laughs> the camp was called Camp Bartley, and it was named after Mordecai Bartley. I love the name Mordecai. I was, like, laughing because there was... There's this, like... I read Mordecai, and it all makes me think of is, like, scary... I think it's Scary Movie 5, where they're talking about, like, Mordecai... I don't know. It's it's supposed to be... I'm going to be really honest. I've only seen, like, the first three scary movies, and I think that was enough for me. I don't know. It was, like, Scary Movie 4 or 5. I don't know which one. It was the one where they were doing The Village, and they were talking about, like, the union of Mordecai and whoever. It was, like, a gay couple. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> anyway, that's why I think of Mordecai. Anyway, so, um, it was named after, uh, Mordecai Bartley, and... Mordecai Bartley was a Whig politician who served as Ohio State Senator between 1816 and 1818, and then he was the 18th Governor of Ohio from 1844 to 1846, and he was succeeded by his son, Thomas. So Mort was basically a badass yeah. politician. Yeah. Well, and he would probably today be considered like a very strict Republican. Probably. Because that's basically what that wigs were wig back then, yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, which I thought it was interesting. He was succeeded by his son Thomas. That doesn't happen very. How often. do you like succeeded where? Like as governor? As governor. He had to have been voted in though. Like it wasn't like a family. It wasn't a fucking patriarchy. That, that's that's basically what happened. I was like, he got voted in, and he only served as governor for two years. Was that like well, two was that years the is the typical term for governor? Oh, I thought it was four. Why the fuck did I? Is not it know mayor that? or governor? That's two. It's definitely. I thought it was four. One of them's four and one of them's two, and I can't remember which. But I think it's two years for governor. Oh, because I didn't. I didn't think Mister. Uh, what's his face? Why am I blanking on his name? Down in frickin' Indianapolis is up for re-election this year because it's it's in the middle of his term. I listen to him and look at his damn face every day, and I can't Holcomb. think of his. Yeah, Governor Holcomb. Why the fuck was I blanking on his? Because <laughs> I'm How tired. How long That's why. is the term for governor? 
We gotta Google. We're Googling. You want to know an answer? 36 states have term limits on their governors imposed at founding of the respective state constitutions. So it's it can be different from state to state. Well, maybe that's Ohio then. I don't know. Uh, two consecutive four-year terms is the max in Ohio. So okay. it's a four-year term. But maybe this was designed after the fact. Maybe. that well, That's what I assumed, is that maybe it was just different back then. Two consecutive four-year terms and a one-term pause is possible in the state of Indiana. I don't really know what that means, but okay. Gubernatorial! I love that word. Anyway. (laughs) Such a funny word. So Camp Bartley also became a place where people were imprisoned if they were arrested opposing the war or the draft to the Civil War. So essentially treason. Basically. Is that treason? Yeah, I think so. Like, speaking against the war or against... uh, Yeah. Yeah. So, then in 1867, Camp Bartley and the city of Manfield was promoted to a candidate for the placement of Intermediate Penitentiary, which that's literally what the name of it was, was Intermediate Penitentiary. So the intended purpose was to run as a halfway point between Boys Industrial School and Ohio State Penitentiary. So it's a halfway house, essentially. Um, like they can leave it's and like work a, or what? It's, no, it's like a reform. It's like a... It's a oh, I see. A reform school or a reform... A reform... Um, but was the goal actually to reform them? Yes. Okay. That was the, re- that was the goal. So basically, these people that went there were usually too old for juvenile and they were all like for a juvenile location like the boys industrial school but and they also had not committed that heinous of crimes okay be and so, so they like would have gone to the ages of 17 and 25 who yeah had, like committed like a misdemeanor or yeah something. they would go there instead of going to ohio state but they also didn't like fulfill the needs for the boys school okay also like i don't know if y'all have ever read about the history of like boys reformatories but the shit was horrid a lot of physical mental and sexual abuse took place if you want to know um there's two things that i can recommend that describe it very well one is um a book called the white house boys and it's written by one of the men who lived at the floor the florida um florida boys reformatory and then the second one is in new york and i can't remember the name of it but it's got like a really good cast uh robert de niro brad pitt mini driver i want to say kevin bacon but that could be wrong maybe it's kevin bacon and not brad pitt What's the name of it? I'm going to look up the name of it and let you guys know, but it's a really good movie. It's one of my... Oh, Sleepers. Sleepers. Super good. Highly recommend. I'm sorry. I keep... That's okay. But it's wicked. Like, wicked. Wicked. It did more damage than good. Yeah. Well, anyway, so like I said, the point of the facility was to reform. Uh, During their time there, they received three main things. They received religion, education, and a trade. Um, inmates were admitted for 18 months, and if they showed progress, they were released. If they did not, 
uh, show progress, they were admitted for another 18 months. Okay. Uh, the model was like was highly successful, and they had low recidivism. 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 <laughs> yeah, they had low. So rates. essentially, it's the complete opposite of what today's reformatories are, which yes. are not reformatories in any no. capacity. Of course not. Um. So the architect styles, which if you've ever seen Ohio State Reformatory, it looks like a goddamn castle. It is. It's huge. Where it's like bigger in the middle, like mm-hmm. taller in the middle. And then the um, architectural styles were Victorian Gothic, Richardson, uh, Roman- Romantic, Romantic, and Queen Anne. Okay, so basically all forms like, of Victorian beautiful architecture. architecture, and it's made for a fucking reformatory. And if you know anything about paranormal activity, it's made of limestone. Boom, boom. Is, it, is that Indiana limestone by chance, Courtney? I don't know. That'd be good to know. It probably is. Probably. That's I our bedrock assume. man. I would assume. Womp womp. Anyway, limestone is like the state material (laughs) like the state bird or the state flower but also limestone is believed to like enhance paranormal activity really yes that's why i'm pretty sure southern indiana is like just basically haunted well of itself have you guys heard of have you heard of the house of the devil and gary yes what that's yeah yeah dude indiana's crazy we produce a lot of fucked up people we do yeah so um it's it's beautiful it looks like a castle but anyway uh the cost of the facility was ready for this yeah hold on to your hold on to your pants one million three hundred and twenty six thousand and seven hundred and sixty nine in the late 1800s yes how much is that today i don't even know i don't even know but funding caused delays in construction there was also issues with the building because the house of representatives instead of wanting to turn the facility in uh into like a reformatory they wanted to turn it into an insane asylum okay and they felt that reforming young men was nothing more than an experiment wow eventually it did go through that this became the reformatory Okay, $18 million in 1890 is equivalent to $585 million today. $1,326,000? I thought you said it was one point... No, $1,326,000. Did I say it all wrong? I don't know. $769. Alright. So then, today it's worth... A bitch ton. A motherfucker. It's a bitch ton. It, it's worth about yeah, fifteen million dollars. Fifteen million bucks today. Crap. Yeah. So the doors of the Ohio State Reformatory opened up September fifth, eighteen ninety six, and it wasn't even done. It wasn't even done when it opened up. It opened up to 150 offenders, which were then put to work on the prison sewer system and a 20-foot stone wall complex that would go, like, around the facility. It was a fucking fort. It was a fortress. It was. (laughs) And then in 1908, a six-story cell block was built, which was the largest 
freestanding steel cell block in the world. And this was built on the east side. Jeez. Yeah. It's for the king in the north. Huge. <laughs> Been watching House of the Dragon. I'm Huge. Like... <laughs> so, the king in the north. as we said, this was like meant to be a reformatory. Well, then they decided that reforming people wasn't worth it. Well, kind of slowly, it kind of slowly became something else. But I, I would guess this was the start of it. But in April 1930, there was a massive fire at Ohio State Penitentiary. Oh, a massive fire! Like the worst disaster that has happened in their history. Three hundred and twenty people died. Oh my god. There was 230 injured and they basically left these prisoners to burn alive in their cells. In their cells. Holy shit. Those that weren't that were survivors were then shipped off to Ohio State Reformatory. So now you have the reformatory with the purpose of reforming getting violent criminals from the penitentiary from the penitentiary who had survived mixing them with these kids that they were trying to like make into good men essentially so we have the start of it and then by the 1960s the state decided we're gonna do away with the reform model and they pulled funding and turned the ohio state reformatory into a maximum security prison max max what the fuck yeah um, in its time as a working prison, there were 154,000 people that passed through in just its 94-year history. Um, outside of the facility is a cemetery of unclaimed graves. So there are 215 unnumbered, or, Unmarked. Uh, sorry, numbered graves. They don't have names associated with them? No, it's just numbered. How fucking, like, dehumanizing. Yeah. Which I have some, so, like, one of the things that I had seen constantly online was the fact that, um, they said that, like, around 200 people had died at the facility, but the graves were people that were unclaimed. So, I have to wonder... From the fire or from people from, who just no, died just at the penitentiary? people that died at the penitentiary. Or the reformatory. Or the reformatory. Yeah. Ugh. So... I have to wonder if more people died be- and were claimed. Oh, for sure. So. These are just like pauper's graves, essentially. Yeah, these are just. But they say like around 200 people died there. Jesus. So I think that there was way more. Oh, for sure. But the graves just don't give it away. Oh, for sure. The, I mean, I've heard stories of them finding multiple people in graves or just completely unmarked graves. I wouldn't be surprised. The place, has sounded, the place sounded atrocious. Yeah. Um. So these people died of disease, influenza, TB, as well as violence. So they were shoving. At some point in time, this place became so overpopulated that they were shoving like two people in eight foot by five foot cells. Oh, like today's prisons. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're not big. Let's be honest. No. But they were shoving these people into cells. Um, And then there was also... um, something called the local control or solitary or the hole the hole yeah, yeah. Um, was so it an actual hole it was like this it was like underground it's basically yeah solitary yeah. confinement it's where yeah. they put people to literally drive like they go crazy there yeah it's total isolation 
at least one person hung himself. At least one person. One set himself on fire. Holy shit. See what I mean about losing your damn mind? Yeah, and then there was an incident where apparently they shoved two people into one. Fight to the death. And one of them did not come out. Yeah, fight to the death. I also read, like, a couple, like, claims that they would put these people into the hole and just fucking leave them there. Like, forever and ever? Until, you know, they just went back down to check on them (laughs) and these people were dead. Now, like I said, did they probably beat the fucking shit I didn't out of them find first? Them, I didn't find that information on any like of the like I used the Ohio State Reformatory's like official site as a huge reference. I didn't find that on there, but I had read it in different places that they just kind of shoved these people down there, and then you know, good luck. That's horrid. May Godspeed. Godspeed. <laughs> Godspeed. Good luck. Um, so the conditions in this facility eventually became so poor that a class action lawsuit was filed by the prisoners. This was called Boyd versus Denton, and it cited the conditions were inhumane and there was overcrowding. Also, this facility was like falling apart at this point. Well, it's probably like waking up to shoving toilet paper in your ears so cockroaches don't crawl in i kept like thinking about that (laughs) what was what episode was that uh god oh it's kirk bloodsworth yeah you did it the innocent man yeah um so frank j bat batisti batista but batista it ends with i oh batista you were right the first time of the u.s district court of northern of the Northern District of Ohio ordered that the prison be closed. Okay. This order is known as the Boyd Consent Decree. So that was how they, that was how they, what they won. It's yeah. essentially okay. Yeah, they won. We're going to close it the, and ship you off to it. different fucking places. We're closing probably. it. They were supposed to close it by the end of two th- or 1986, mm-hmm. but didn't actually officially close until December 1990. Took them four years? Yeah. The last, Jeez. well, because they were building, I think, another facility for them, from my understanding. Mm, okay. The last of the prisoners were moved to Mansfield Correctional Institution, and the facility was then closed. So, as I said, this facility has been in and out of all the paranormal stuff. But another thing, I did not realize this. I did not realize this until I did this. It's also known for being the background of the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, did not know that. Why did I didn't know that? Oh, uh, I don't know. Shawshank. Good question. I love Shawshank. Didn't even think. Didn't even. It's like know. the one movie that I've never actually watched from beginning to end, but I've turned it on at various points during the movie and watched it. <laughs> so I've seen all of it, but just think, like not in order. <laughs> I think at one point in time I like saw it all, and then I've just kind of the same. Like you know, I've like popped in in the middle of if it's on, I watch it anyway. <laughs> Um, so, it's, the Shawshank was filmed in 1994, and in 1995, the Mansfield Reformatory Preservation Society bought the place for a dollar. For a dollar. 
Don't they do that a lot with historical houses that are just like falling apart. You remember that that house that used to be like a boutique on the corner of like um, Main and Twenty Three, that old Victorian house. Yeah, they they sold it for a dollar to Blackburn and Green, and Blackburn oh. and Green paid to have all of the power lines between where it was and where it needed to be taken down so that they could move it by truck. Holy, they didn't they didn't piece it out. They moved the whole house. Mm. from where it stood before from its original location over to where blackburn and green is so now they have two houses that they've done that with and those are their offices that's cool yeah um anyway so currently most of the grounds in the support building buildings have been demolished but the east cell block the big steel cell block the six stories the biggest one that ever still ever stands. there was okay do they there. use it or is it just like so now uh the purpose that the mansfield reformatory preservation society they call themselves mrps um their purpose is to (laughs) their purpose is to restore the place and so they have like tours um they also have like haunted tours as well that's dope let's go uh i know right they also do this shit my pants They also do this through uh, donations, and then in the Halloween season, they have a haunted house <gasps> called Blood Prison. Shut up! But Let's you know what? go! I kept thinking to myself, I was like, what better way to piss off a spirit than to have Well, a they say, like, house? when you're making changes and, like, things are happening, that's when spirits get pissed off and become more active. Well, yeah, and they're trying to restore this I'd place. Probably f- I'd probably freak the fuck out, dude. Yeah, I was like... Okay. I want to go. So anyway. I want to go. I want to go. I wanna so go. let's talk about, let's talk about the interesting, the real interesting part of this. What, what kind of things are you going to experience there? What kind of things? Okay. Do I need to bring a crucifix and holy water? You just need or, to wear it depends. Or am I okay to live <laughs> on a prayer? Just wear your adult like, do diaper. Do I need to be concerned? <laughs> so anyway, people who currently like work there and to do the tours all the investigations there's reports of shadow figures typical typical yeah (laughs) this one this one got to me growls shut up (laughs) what it was like no thank you yeah why (laughs) is it that like shadow figures and whispers are cool but if it's a growl i'm like nah gotta go <laughs> there was there was several of them like okay all right growl like hellhound <laughs> i think not um is a hellhound considered a like a cryptid i'm not sure i'd have to look into that i think because they have that like cryptozoology so i thought it could be like any type of being i'll look into that um i don't know anything about any of that shit there's also reports of the sound of chains dropping Oh, that makes a lot of sense. I, like if they were shackled or whatever. Yeah. Tormented, disembodied voices. Ooh. I know, sad. Church bells. Like, why? I don't know, but that is kind of creepy. Yeah, like, I, could you imagine just being there and there's and nothing around for bells? miles and then you just hear church bells randomly? Yeah. I'd be like, um. I think not. That, that's my that's my cue that it's time to go. I put <laughs> that in the same level as the growls. 
Yeah. Something it's, is really well, off. Well, I mean, growls are way worse, IMO, but well, it's pretty up there. Sounds, church bells. I don't know. Like, the growls and the church bells almost feel demonic to me. You know what I mean? Almost Especially like if it's ringing in tones of three. Oh, I would love to know that. I didn't, I don't, I don't think I had heard that, but that would be weird. Because that's that what they do to, like, taunt. Yeah. Like, it's the symbol of the Holy Trinity, and it's to taunt. Yeah. Religion. Um, and then also, you guys remember the fire? Yeah. Uh, when all them people apparently died? Apparently, where they were housing some of those people, you can smell burning. Shut up. Right. So I could imagine that being the case if it was made out of wood, because wood can, like, hold the smell of smoke forever and ever, but this place is made out of fucking steel and concrete. Yeah. That's not holding the smell. It's not as porous as what wood would be. Well, and limestone. Yeah. So, yeah. Wood would be. <laughs> yeah. That that I thought was freaking weird. That's, yeah, smells, smells to me are, like, first of all, probably one of the most active things that i personally have experienced is like weird smells like walking around new orleans it's so old there and like there's places that stink horribly and like we went on this tour one time and we were by this place and i was like this smells horrible over here what is that my friend was like i don't smell anything and then they're telling us about how they these people were all dying of like cholera and they're lining up the dead bodies and just Uh. stacking them on the street rotting in the heat and I'm like, so is that what that smell is that I'm smelling? <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so smells would be creepy. Something I also like read online, which I like briefly saw it and I should have like looked into it more. They also like, I don't know if it's the uh, preservation society that does this, but there are people that do like ghost hunting classes. So you can like sign up for this class, these classes, and they teach you how to be a ghost hunter in the reformatory. You don't really need to be taught; you just are given kind, tools. That's kind of like what I thought. I'm like, I'm sitting here going, "This seems a little like a scam." They're probably just like, "This is this tool, and this is how you use it." Yeah. And then at the end, they're probably like, "You can buy our full set of ghost hunting starter kit for five hundred ninety-nine dollars and eighty-two cents." <laughs> But you could all buy it on Amazon for cheaper. Yeah. Or six equal payments of two ninety nine ninety nine. Well, yeah. I I was like, is this a scam? Is this a scam? It's a scam. Hundred. So yes. So that's the shit that goes on at man at Mansfield. That's terrifying. Ohio State. Okay, so, so the growls still the like growls. woo child. No, I couldn't get past that. <laughs> I was like. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, no, thank you. That's a hard no for me, too. No, thank you. I think not. <sighs> um. So, yeah. I thought that was really interesting. Okay, so it let's wasn't, find and out. The thing is, is it wasn't so much the haunted part of it. Like, the haunted part, it was pretty cool. But I also didn't know a lot of this history. Like, I also didn't know about the fire in o- at Ohio State Penitentiary. I would be interested in knowing if there's some haunted shit that goes on there too but for those of you that are i don't think i mentioned this but apparently uh ohio state reformatory is known as like one of the most haunted locations in the united states 
Yeah, that's why it's on yeah. all those shows. Yeah. That's crackers. Yeah. So, look, I, I just looked it up. And right now, the Ohio State Reformatory is currently open seven days a week from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. You can buy tickets online at mrps.org. Mm-hmm. That's the website where I got a lot of my information. Also, Wikipedia, Travel Channel. The Ohio State Reformatory offers only abbreviated tours from September 6th to November 15th due to the Blood Prison Haunted House setup. Yeah, that's... Yeah. During this access, there will be no... Or during this time, there's no access to solitary confinement. The lowest levels of the cell blocks or the showers. So that's where the haunted house is, is in solitary, the basement, and the showers. Fuck, I want to go. I don't know. I know. If you're looking for information about Blood Prison Haunted House, please visit bloodprison.com for pricing, times, and ticketing information. I know that, like, I've seen pictures and, um, like, video of the hole. That place looks fucking scary. Yeah. I'm looking at pictures right now. So you can see pictures on mrps.org. I'll make sure to post some to our Mm -hmm. Instagram. Yeah. Um, you can also donate to the Preservation Society online at mrps.org. You can finish, you can fill out a donation form too, so they send you like a receipt for tax purposes mm-hmm. if you need it. But they also have matching gift opportunities. So, like, if you donate, somebody will match that. Oh. That's pretty dope. The Ohio State Reformatory. It's a 501c3. So, it is tax deductible, in case anybody was wondering. <laughs> That's crackers, man. Yeah. yeah. I like that story a lot. That was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. Growls. Yeah. <laughs> I literally read that and I was like, I don't think we so. We good. <laughs> I'm just going to go now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. That's so, creepy as hell, man. Yeah. So that's that. That is Ohio State. I hope you all enjoyed uh because i know i did (laughs) yeah all right well missing person time missing person so we always do a missing child from the nick mick website missingkids.org um the person i don't know what the fuck is going on in in virginia right now but there's literally like dozens of people listed on there from virginia right now it's crazy yeah so the person that I'm featuring is Zariah Nelson. Zariah's been missing since September. I can't speak, dude. Zariah's been missing since September 16th, 2022, from Arlington, Virginia. She is now 13 years old. She is female. She is black with black hair and brown eyes. She's approximately 5'5 and 130 pounds. Zariah was last seen on September 16th, 2022, wearing an unknown clothing description. She has she has her left nostril pierced. Don't hesitate. Anyone having information should contact 911 or you can continue or or you can call the Arlington County Police Department at 703-558-2222. That is that is for Zariah Nelson. Poor girl. Oh, I don't like missing children. Yeah, no, it's sad, but I feel like we're doing a good thing by featuring them because 
even if it just reaches like one person in the state of Virginia, you know? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, um, so now we're going to talk about anything that we're like watching. Okay. Or current, I mean, current events, like there really isn't a whole hell of a lot going on other than the queen died. Oh, yeah. I think there's been a lot of like, I think there's, that's the thing though, is I think there's been a lot of things that are going on. It's just not being reported on. Yeah. Yeah, so COVID has disappeared, essentially, even though that's really not the case. Um, Queen Elizabeth II died, and from here forth, basically the entire, like, lineup for the the throne is all male. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, okay, but I, obviously, I'm American, and obviously I know that the royal family has has some major issues, Mm -hmm. but what made me sad about the entire situation is that like as a female in the in our country right now it's important to see like female figures of with such you know like high power i mean and honestly she really didn't have a whole lot of power but she's still like a powerful female figure and now she's gone and now we have a bunch of males yeah and so it just kind of feels like we lost something. I Which, agree. Even though, honestly, she probably wasn't. I mean, she was a fucking powerhouse, man. She was very young when she took over the throne. And she only got it because her uncle, her yeah. father's brother, abdicated. I was kind of hoping that Ch- Charles would abdicate because he is so old and he doesn't appear to be very healthy. I don't. I honestly, I expected nothing less. Yeah. I expected him to take it. Like, I'm watching... <laughs> I kind of, I guess, I guess. You think he's got just too much pride? Yeah. Or, like, he's basically waited his whole life for this, so he's going to take like, whatever why, he can why get. Why not? Yeah. I would, too. Shit. Yeah. I don't know. I, like, I guess... I know, I know people are not going to like this when I say this. Over the past few days, like, my opinion of Charles is kind of slowly becoming a little bit more positive. No. Even though I still think he's probably racist. And an adulterer. Well, yeah. But also a lot of people are like, but he did this to Diana. But Diana was also cheating too. Like there's a whole conspiracy. You think that she was Harry, having an affair as well? It's known that she was. like During their marriage. Yeah. It's oh. known that she was. In fact, there's like conspiracies that Harry is not hers. It's not I have watched literally every documentary ever made, and I've never heard that. You've never heard this conspiracy? No. Supposedly, he belongs to some man, and it's there's no way possible. Like, have you ever seen old pictures of Charles? Yeah. Charles and Harry look so much alike. Yeah, and so does William, I mean. I was looking at side-by-sides of William and Diana, and I think William looks a lot more like Diana than we think. Hmm. Like, I'm just like, dang, they really do look a lot alike. Yeah. And then I think that Harry and Charles kind of, like, I don't think there's any favor each other. They're both his children. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're both But his I really children. do think, like, I don't think there was a whole lot of love in that relationship. No. I think part of me, so the more that I've learned about the whole situation, part of me kind of feels a little bad for him. Mostly just because I he wanted to marry Camilla. He always wanted to marry Camilla. And I think the queen, like, put 
her foot down and was like, no. Camilla was already married. Well, yeah, she was already married. And then if he would have ended up, like, she divorced and married him, she would he would have married a divorcee. And obviously... He did do that. He was a divorcee marrying a divorcee. It's, like, never heard of. Well, but originally it wouldn't have been that way. So it was my understanding, a lot of my understanding, that the queen really kiboshed and made him She didn't like Camilla, you don't... Or she just didn't like the fact that she... Like, they were both already married. I think what happened was she was already married. The queen was like, you gotta get married. It's time. It's time. Shit or get off the pot, sir. Forced him with Oh, for sure. I think a lot of it I think I read somewhere that they literally had met each other, like, five times before he proposed. Yeah. So and she was a lot younger than him. Mm-hmm. So I think he was waiting for Camilla to get divorced. I think he was too, but I f- I feel I feel a little bad for him. I think he was forced into a situation he didn't want to be in, and he felt like it was his duty. He still didn't have to be an asshole. No, he definitely did not. He definitely did not. <laughs> that I will say, he definitely did not have to go and cheat on his wife. Yeah. But then again, when he was cheating she didn't have to go and cheat either but yeah i think diana is a little bit more forgiven because of the fact that she was a good person princess yeah Yeah. which i think good people just make mistakes so i mean everyone does really but i still like her a lot yeah (laughs) same z's so okay that is current event number one anything else i don't really know really know i don't know trump and mar-a-lago oh yeah i was just thinking the same thing that's so funny we totally missed the whole entire because we weren't we weren't together Mm-mm. so we never got to talk about it but i mean a lot of homeboys are- going down and he's going down swinging <laughs> he is he obviously is and these oh, some people are just so like, they have all this evidence in front of them that it happened, and they're, like, sitting there going, it's a setup. <laughs> they put it there. <laughs> like, I'm just like, you're really deluded. You're really even at the, the point of deluded. Yeah. So. All right. Books, movies, shows, podcasts. You, don't have, you probably haven't had much time. I haven't had much time. Um... <laughs> podcasts i started listening to the murder police Mm -hmm. it's really good i like it it's literally like the stories told by the police officers the da that like worked you were telling me about that it sounds like it would be interesting it's a good perspective and it's a totally different perspective and they explain a lot of different things like about the law and how the law works as they progress through the stories which is pretty cool Mm -hmm. i'm learning a lot from it um what else oh there's a documentary on netflix about Lori vallo you just you got you messaged me I about that it. i was like oh, i've been there's it. a couple things out right now that i want definitely want to watch that one that one with the chick from bones i really want to watch the tv show oh yeah oh uh devil in ohio yeah I yeah, really, Emily Deschanel. That's Zoe Deschanel's sister. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the Bones from Bones. Yeah. Yeah. I had I had a patient the other it's night good. ask me if I liked Bones, and I was like, 
Uh, yeah. Like, I haven't watched it in a really long time, but yeah, I used to like Bones a lot. She goes, you need to watch this. And I was like, I heard about it. And she's like, I'm binging it right now. <laughs> so good. It is good. Um, and then the Lori Value do- Vallow documentary was, it was an interesting, I learned some stuff about the case and like the goings on and like the timeline and series of events. Um, but I also think that it was a little bit self-indulgent at the end. Like, they ended it with, like, her surviving child, the older one that mm-hmm. she had in her very first marriage, I think, or her second marriage. I don't know. She was married, like, five fucking times. Um, he is married with a baby now. And at the end, they're, like, on the beach in Hawaii, like, looking out on the water. And he's, like, talking to his siblings and stuff like that. It was just very, like, a little cheesy, but... The rest of it was good. It's documentary style. And, like, also he tells, like, the, like, timeline of events from his own perspective. And they they interview Lori Vallow's mom a lot. And, good God, that girl looks like she has worshipped the sun her entire life. Like, slathered herself in Crisco. (laughs) Chain smoked and sat in the sun. (laughs) Baked in the sun. That's lovely. Yeah. I bet you she used to be a fucking fox when she was younger, though. You can kind of tell underneath all that leather. She used to be real pretty. <laughs> During all that <laughs> but also, she's fucking clueless. I think she partially enabled like this crime by by not admitting to herself that her daughter was fucking delusional. Yeah, like literally delusional. She like it's what's that called when it's two people sharing the same delusion? Oh my god! Folie à deux, folie à deux. That's what it was. Her and Chad Day- Daybell. Which, homeboy was fucking diabolical. Is he in prison now? Because he needs to fucking be in prison. I feel like he So is. many people died that were around them. They fucking dropped like flies. I think on the moment that they disagreed with them about something, or found out about something, they were gone. Yeah. Like, his wife, her husband, her brother, a bunch of people that's not coincidence no it's not sadly so that's pretty much what i've been listening to um that and obviously i listen to crime junkie and the deck religiously (laughs) they're really good but that's all i got okay well all right so social media um, listen to us on Spotify, Podbean, Amazon Music, and Audible, Google Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. iHeartRadio is a big one that's that people are listening to us through. Yeah, now. I was not expecting that one. Yeah, and then you can um, you can email us with questions, comments, concerns, additional information. Don't be a fucking dick because we'll call you out. <laughs> Murderpornpodcast at gmail dot com. <laughs> Okay, Linda. Okay, Linda. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's another show I rewatched lately. Is um the killing? Have you ever seen that? No. It's got the guy from that was like the soldier in Suicide Squad, the tall one. Mm. It's got him in it, and then this like redhead. It's really fucking good. It's on Hulu. Go watch it. It's called The Killing. Okay. So good. Anyways, um, um, you can go to our website, murderpornpodcast.podbean.com. You can like, you can comment, you can follow, you can share. If you guys have Apple or like 
Google or whatever where you can like rate us. If you could give us five stars, that'd be super great. That yeah. helps promote our podcast Please. so more people can see it. It Please. increases our visibility. <laughs> <laughs> don't have Twitter. Don't have Facebook. Our Instagram handle is Murd, M-U-R-D-P podcast. And we have merch available yes, on our is. link tree, which you can locate from our Podbean website or our IG. I really Go need, buy shit. I really need to get some stuff. I have two shirts. I have two shirts. I have a pint glass and I have a coffee mug. Mm-hmm. And I love them all. I really want to get some like glasses and stuff. Yeah. The only <laughs> thing that I will say is like it kind of sucks because it's all done in the uk so shipping is kind of expensive which sucks but like that's cool i mean the merch is pretty inexpensive or like fairly priced so yeah yeah i think i want to get a a crew neck sweatshirt soon i need to go on and like i design i need to go like make up more designs. designs yeah um you we're also setting up a patreon we really need new mics our mics right now are borrowed so if y'all could just maybe go give us some money (laughs) money please (laughs) yes we're grubbing (laughs) um but i'm thinking about actually getting some stickers just printed out so that like if you donate to us we'll send you some free stickers and shit and then we'll call you out on the app yeah for sure shout out for sure um and then let's see what else. Um, Courtney's got an Instagram. It's Courtney C O U R T N E Y underscore and A N N zero point one. My Instagram is Allison A L L I S O N underscore Wonderland W zero N D three R L A N D. I fixed it. Let's see here. And then Courtney actually has a pretty, like, good TikTok following. Um, her TikTok handle is Courtney, C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y underscore A-N-N 1.0. She talks a lot about missing children and missing people on that. Yeah. Um, and she's got a great following. So if you ever want updates or you want to hear more about a specific case, that's a good page to check out. Mm-hmm. Um, the next episode that we're doing is hosted by Emwa. Emwa. Yes. And I am not telling you <laughs> what it is, but it's a good one. I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's all we got. Okay. All righty. See you next time, guys. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.